I'm Keith Porter with KVMR News, and I'm talking today with Jenny Darlington-Person. Jenny is the Executive Director of Music in the Mountains in Nevada City, and uh, Music in the Mountains has been around our area for 40 years and uh, has uh, been presenting live music uh, for everyone to enjoy in our community. So, Jenny, uh, welcome to KVMR. Thanks for being here. Oh, thank you for having me, Keith. And, and tell us just a brief little bit about the background of MIM for those who aren't that familiar with MIM. And then how has MIM been impacted by the pandemic? Uh, Music in the Mountains was founded, as you mentioned, about 40 years ago by a group of local um, classical music and choral enthusiasts, as well as our founding artistic director and our founding executive director, Paul Perry and Terry Brown. And since that date, we've been doing a summer festival as well as other activities during the year, focusing primarily on classical music and classical chamber music. Uh, During the pandemic, obviously we couldn't have live concerts, so we immediately made the switch to virtual. And last summer we had a full offering of virtual uh, concerts for our summer fest. And this year we're making the jump to live again, hopefully. Okay, so there, I assume there are still kind of a few unknowns before you get started. And, and when would your summer fest uh, actually run this year? We will have five concerts between June 11th and July 3rd, as well as four of the concerts. There'll be virtual versions of them as well. Uh, For people who aren't yet ready to leave the house or can't get a ticket because the state regulations require us to keep our ticket sales down or you know can't be there that night, for whatever reason, we'll have virtual options as well. And I assume there are still some unknowns for you about, you know, for example, what will happen with state regulations over the next uh, 40 days or so before you start the program. Right. The chal- the big challenge is the state keeps changing its mind about what exactly it's requiring of, of arts organizations and, and, and music live music presenters. That's been a challenge. I'll bet. I mean, we're trying to plan it in such a way that even as the regulations change, we'll still be able to do it must be quite a challenge for you, and uh, I think the community appreciates the fact that you're, you're working so hard to provide, uh, the, you know, the service that we all look forward to in the community. I know the, uh, the July 3rd event, which is the annual uh, America concert uh, before, on the eve of the 4th of July, is such a popular event that everybody wants to go to that. So it may be just a, if everybody who wants to can't make it this year, right? Right, and we're hoping to get as many people as we can, and we have moved it to Western Gateway Park this year, partly because of all the costs and the unknowns with ticket sales and and things like that. They have a stage that's already pre-made and there, so that reduces our costs quite a bit and allows us, if necessary, to sell fewer tickets. But we're still hoping to get close to as many, if not as many people as we usually do, but it really depends on COVID tier and what the state regulations say. Well, we'll all we'll all hope for uh, for the uh, the best possible news for that. So, tell us a little bit about the rest of your Summerfest program. That's that's one concert that's very popular in our community, but there are other things you're doing as well. One of the things we're doing that we haven't done in a long time is a lot of intimate concerts with our orchestra principal players. So, we're doing three quintet concerts: one with our brass, one with our winds, and one with our strings. And one of those will be at a private residence outdoors with a boxed dinner, following all the safety protocols. So that will be sort of a, a, an open. That'll be our opening night on June 11th, and then we'll have two more of those indoors at the Center for the Arts with limited ticket sales to keep everybody safe and social distanced. And then we'll have a string um, 
orchestra concert, also indoors at the Center for the Arts, again, with keeping our ticket sales as low as possible to still follow the, the regulations. That really sounds wonderful. How can people who are listening to our show get tickets? There will be tickets on sale to the public this Friday and at musicinthemountains.org, May 7th. Excellent. And if you have any trouble with, the, with that, you can also call our box office, 530-265-6124. Nancy or Marge will be there to help you. Great, folks. Oh, and you can also email Nancy, nancy at musicinthemountains.org. Okay. And uh, for those who uh, would like to support MIM, Music in the Mountains, during this uh, difficult time and uh, for all the good things you do in the community, how can people find ways to support Music in the Mountains? To help us keep these concerts live, even through all these state regulations, you can donate online by going to musicinthemountains.org. You can also call that box office line, and they'll uh, connect you to the right person. Or you can also email hillary at musicinthemountains.org. Or you can mail a check. We like to make it nice and easy. Lots of ways to do it. (laughs) P.O. Box 1451, Nevada City, 95959. To help keep the music playing. Jenny Darlington Person, Executive Director of Music in the Mountains, thank you so much for joining us today and uh, our, our best wishes for a very successful Summerfest this year. Thank you, Keith, and I hope to see everyone there. It's going to be a lot of fun.